130 fillet or flap fillet whisper in your lover's ear text the soundhawk 303-548-6877 soundhawk fillet or flap on your table in your household for your daughters for your wife scraps for georgia i'm not afraid of no flap meat oh good good oh Get your phone away from the mic already. I'm booming. You're coming in hot, Mark. All right. I remember this show. This is the Food News Eventually Natural Living Podcast. This is the Natural Living Podcast, recorded in beautiful Park Hill, Colorado, neighborhood, good times. We have just returned. We took a red eye back from Anaheim at Expo West to bring you this show. There it is. Yeah, we were doing some ideating on the airplane, is what Mark wanted to tell you. And um, what we've decided is that, you may have noticed in the intro, I said Natch 9000, not Natch. Natch oh. 9000 is the studio that nests, that Natch nests within. I, but I would call the whole, whole you, you can call this out if you want. Well, or are we going to just was, let this suddenly well, was, come into the feed? We're all about transparency, Mark. I wanted to share the idea. I say we, we call the show Natch 9000. Mark had had a lot of coffee and a few Bloody Marys, and he was thinking we should just do it right now, episode Natch 130. Natch is a word. It's too hard for people to... It's like calling your show green. It's, it's SEO unfriendly. Let's both rub our beards. Well, we also... I, I sent you a text, remember, with some dis, disconcerting <laughs> news about uh, the slang jargon use of the word Natch. Yeah, but did you figure that out? Figure what out? I read it and was like, haha, funny. It's all read it read it to folks. Well, I'll have to open my messages. You're asking for a lot out of me here. Would you rather me do it? No, no, no. I've got it right here. <clears throat> Take your time. Well, I am. Natch. Word used to reference a woman's genital area and a substitute for calling person a cunt, bitch, or hoe. Watch it. You told me to read this. Okay. That girl at the party was being such a natch, all she did was go from guy to guy. So you sent me that, and I was like, oh, wow, haha, funny, so natural. Uh, this is just some idiot forgetting the S in front of the natch. Those yeah. are all Urban Dictionary, it's snatch. Come That's on. what I was thinking, We're Mark. fine. Back in the day, we thought being close to snatch was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Natch 9000, I think it's got that whole Andre 3000 vibe. It does. It makes it us. Seem very hip. Mr. Jive. 
It's the, it's, it's the natural plus what's coming, space, technology, 9,000. It's like it a machine. Well, in these microphones that we use, these blue snowballs, they look like a futuristic planet. We are high-tech natural. We are. We're hacking natural. Uh, should we get right to it, or did you want to talk a little bit more about our <laughs> like red-eye ideation? <laughs> no, that's 9,000 fine. That's what I'm going to start calling the show. All right. Come along for the ride. We were ideating on what? Um, I just told you, man. We were ideating on making the switch from oh, match yeah, to match. Oh, yeah, we did that. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> that's what we did. Listen, hot off the show floor, okay? Expo West. I found these two products for you. They are right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Your gut is going to go bazinga for these. I'm looking at a farmhouse culture gut punch. Your favorite, right? Now, that looks like a new format to me. Have you bought them in those little thin plastic? I have not. Right. Uh, how do you know they're plastic from this photo? I don't. I would assume they would put their fine products in glass. Could be. Eh, I don't know. Although they're, they're, they, serve, they sell a line of krauts and... Uh, that's what they started Live. With. Well, I know, but they come in a, a plastic pouch, Mark. Yeah, and this could be a plastic bottle. But my point is, look, you've got mango guava. That's a gut punch. Sparkling probiotic. This is a whole new line, I think. Mm-hmm. Cherry cacao. Ginger lemon. You're going to love those. You want the hardcore. I like the more aggressive. You want the hardcore glass the bottle shot. shot. You don't want the sipping I don't beverage. want the gut punch. I want the gut shot. Interesting. I'm oh. Old West. I just put that together. You're right. Gut punch. Different than gut shot. Yeah. I don't know. Gut punch. We should ask Bagney about that. But gut punch? That sounds like something he would have tried to veto. It does sound like something he would veto. I got a, a very odd email from Greg Bagney that I didn't open. Shout out for well, How do you know it's odd? Because I, I think he's been hacked. Oh, it was like, a, hey, join me on it was a, Sklinks, the newest network, <laughs> was, connecting consultants. It was FYI in all caps, and he never capitalizes any letters in any email he sends. Watch it. And then the body of it said, FYI, check this out. Then a oh. link to review.pdf. But then it had his textbook sign out. Thanks, see ya. XXX, OOO, Alien Faces, all this. So I think somebody got into his account, hacked it. Well, that's, did you warn him or did you just think, oh, that's interesting? No, I, had, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> what the hell? You wouldn't give him a fucking heads up? <laughs> well, I only found it because I was like, oh, I should check my spam folder sometime. There well, it was. you should forward it to him and be like, hey, bro. All right, I'll forward it to him. to make sure your, your security has been compromised. Good call. Way to be on top of it, Mark. Hey, Greg, if you're listening, your email might have been hacked. <laughs> Mark, now. sorry for not getting back to you about it. Product two, veggie kefir. Look at that. Who's making that for that you? That looks like GT. That's fucking GT. That's my boy GT. GT Dave. See, these look these look a little bit more like the gut shots. Living probiotic shots. You got a kimchi. You got a cucumber dill. A tomatillo habanero. This is this is a direct response to the gut shot. Of course it is. Hmm. I wonder, I mean, depending on how aggressive these are, it would be hard for me to choose between the gut shot and the GT. There's a lot to love the about GT, both of those products. Well, the GT story is just so amazing, and that guy has flawless skin. Um, and Talk so, about a male model. He, uh, he drives like a McLaren or something. He's, he's got the LA, LA vibe. He's probably got the toe shoes. Dog's hungry. Who had the toe shoes? Asprey. That was Dave Asprey. Oh, Bulletproof. I'm doing a... You seen my new coffee regimen? Yeah. Oh, you're interested. Mm, no, but I did buy some prebiotic powder, some inulin powder. Oh, 
That's what I have. Did you buy what I got? Nah. I bought what they had at Sprouts. Oh, is it is it tasteless? White? Yeah, it's not like cocaine, but it's... You could snort it. Well, I tried mixing it in coffee, and it no, made and the coffee kind of grainy. See, this does nothing. Well, I don't, but I'm still Vitamixing the whole thing. I did that, too. I didn't find, and I Vitamixed the... Dude, you're going to have to go with what I got. Well, what I've been doing instead is um, putting it, just sprinkling it on my oatmeal. Okay. Along with uh, some, what do I have, maca powder? Yeah, I got some maca powder, some turmeric. You're topping it up with some function. I like it. I'm still doing my uh, tablespoon of flax. Like at night, I'll I'll put a, like a, actually sometimes two tablespoons of flax into a big water glass and I fill with water, let it, let them soak overnight. I soak the whole flax seed. The whole seed. Let it germinate a bit. You don't want this, the meal? What's happening? The dog is scratching at his bowl. <laughs> no, I don't want the meal. And then you just drink it. It's like drinking like a chia drink. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have a it's flax like a tapioca seed meal powder that you could also add to anything. Yeah, but no, I'm saying I like the, you want to drink the ritual the of drinking a big glass of water with little slimy seeds in it. Okay. All right, that's all. You could do that with chia too, couldn't you? You could, but I've been doing it with flax is what I'm telling you. <laughs> And I'm also going to tell you that I'm out of bentonite. We, we finished that detox cycle. Oh, that was a wee? Well, my wife and I were both doing it. Oh, of course you were. How'd it go? I think it went pretty well. I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling good? Tinnitus went down. Interesting. Speaking of tinnitus, Mark, did you see Baby Driver? Have you seen that movie yet? No. Do you know what, even know what I'm talking about? I have a vague memory of it it's being like a little Edgar thing. like Edgar Wright, the guy who did like Shaun of the Dead. And a lot of music. Hot Fuzz. Tons of music meticulously choreographed film but it, it's about a young a young man mm. who's like the best getaway driver in the biz tote but he always drives with headphones on and he needs like the song to be synced with the with what he's doing so like the jobs are pretty meticulously planned so he mm. picks a song for each job and then he won't let the people out of the car until the song starts It'd be like like if the song actually starts he's like wait 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 and he starts it over interesting part of the reason that he always has headphones in it is revealed in the movie, is that he was in an accident. Spoiler alert. Not a huge one. It's pretty early on. He was in an accident when he was younger. Tinnitus. Were you a, in an accident when you were younger? Has a horrible ringing in his ears, and so he's always listening to music. But it is a thrilling movie. Hmm. Some incredible how chase I, scenes. How do I watch it? Uh, ooh, go head over to the Park Hill Library. That's where I got it. It was on the staff recommendations. Really? Wall. But it, that's a brand new film. It's new to DVD, so don't expect to find it, but... Try your luck. It's a good film. <laughs> but Is this I loved an episode having a hero. Of films? I was just excited to see my my uh, right right my disability represented. I feel for you in an action film. I love action films. I love the music in the movie. So the new, good. So the, many surprises. The new phase of my sorghum's hypochondria is this. Yeah. When whenever there is any sort of lifestyle ailment that I hear about or see about. I don't necessarily get it, but I start to, it becomes like, oh, I got a little quick ringing in my ear. And it's like, shit, panic. You're like, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what I have. Well, then it, some of them I manage quite well. Tonight is so far A-OK. I just relax. I'm like, it's going to go away. And it goes away. I wish but it if, was that easy but for if me. But it didn't. Mark. Yeah, I know. Tough times. Listen, three per day, one Whopper. This is another Instagram gem coming from Human Food Project. Good old Human Food Project. Good old HFP, not He's, to be confused with HPV. I think he, he was the inspiration for my microbiome coffee idea. This 
So who is the kingmaker? Is he the kingmaker? He's the kingmaker of poop, that's for sure. He's the poop maker. I always thought I was the poop maker. So you see this nice photo he took out in the bush. Look at that guy, that hunter-gatherer. I like the looks of that guy. Living a real life. I want life. that guy's shit in none my of, ass. None of this shit we're doing. I want that fecal transplant. You do. Here's the copy. While we all, most of us, love meat. Some of us. Not all of us, most of us. If you're not pooping two to three times a day, with one of those being a whopper, like then a- you're not consuming enough fiber. Having spent years working with Hadza in Tanzania, I can assure you that at least these hunter-gatherers and presumably our ancestors were pooping two to three times a day. Also, more patty-like than sausage-like might be preferred smiley face. All this pooping probably means you'd have a more acidic distal colonic environment, which is preferred. Looks like I'm a Bushman, Mark, because I, <laughs> I, I am pooping at least three times a day, sometimes four. What? Oh, yeah. No way. One whopper usually in the morning. I could I could go take a shit right now. <laughs> what? Four times a day? Yeah. Three. Well, probably three. These, are, these cannot be meaningful. No. Bowels. I mean, they're not like... I said one, nugget, one, one whopper and then... And then, you know, some patties. But they're, they're, patties. my stool, I could see it if it was falling onto the hot, uh, flat earth. I it think it would melted. take on more of a patty quality. I don't have these hard meat shits. Even when I and I eat meat sometimes. When I was I was at an all inclusive in Mexico, I was eating some meat. Tell you what, buddy. All right, I yeah. ate a steak. That you was, and I differ. This was so weird. It was a steak. When I cut into it, it looked well done, like it wasn't very pink. But when I would slice it, it just got, it was like gushing blood. What do you think that means? They they, they seared it on the outside. No, I'm saying the interior wasn't like super pink and raw. Uh, they probably but cooked it, it in an earthenware pot underground for several days. That must have been just what the it was. way you wanted. That's it. the way they do it. All inclusive. Secret Silver Sands Cancun. All right, man. Well, hey, entertainment team. You're one up on me. I'm not. I'm How many shits one, are you taking? One. Ooh, you know that's that's advanced sorghums right there. <laughs> one shit a day. Yeah. All right, Grandpa. Well, I was talking to somebody. Uh, this week for a project, they were like, uh, "You were like, hey man, how many why, times have you usually no, shit per day?" Why gut health is such a big deal and always will be. He's like, "Well, because you look at the statistics, half of Americans are constipated, half of them have diarrhea." Wait a minute, what does that even mean? <laughs> that means nobody's getting it right. Well, except for me. Except for well, I don't know. Four I'm a taking day. great shits. Three, huh? three. We'll say three. Three. So that's like morning. I is that like a before I go to bed shit? No, I don't ever do that. Okay. I I wake up in the morning. You're getting two more done in the day. I drink my coffee, and then I take a nice big dump, and then I take the kids to school. I come home. Usually, I got to take another one. Interesting. That sounds like uh, impartial. Not, like, not urgent incomplete. evacuate, but just like, ooh, okay, more's coming. <laughs> and they're like pillows. It's like pillow shits. Oh, man. Now what, banana-phobe? The coveted pillow shit. Hey, Mashable. A Japanese company has developed and begun selling a banana with an edible skin, dubbed the Mange. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's dubbed the mange. Can you see it? Can you Mon, see that picture? Mange, yeah. The secret? They grow this banana in minus 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Then they thaw it and replant it. Sounds great. Fruit grows rapidly and leaves the skin with a lettuce-like texture. <laughs> you have a giant dog next to you on your couch. I've got a cat on one side and a dog on the other. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> <laughs> 
What? And we're back. What did I just say? Mungay? Mungay. Oh, you said I had a huge dog next to me. And then the huge dog was barking at the neighbor kid. Then I did the whole mangay thing. Didn't I read a lot of that? Yeah, you read about the lettuce-like texture. So it's an edible skin on a banana for banana phobes. I I know you hate bananas. Look at that thing. What do you hate them for? I don't hate them. I just don't like eating them that much. Like if they're not... I don't like when there's any brown spots. You think spots the window of opportunity is too small. It's like an avocado almost. It's either too firm or too soft. Well, here's a banana who and gives a shit. If it's too shit. firm, it's like chalky. If it's too soft, it like hits my gag reflex. So, how about an edible skin banana? How is the, I don't It's not the skin that's the problem. It's the, the no. texture of the meat. Fine. But I made a, a shake this morning. I used some soft bananas that I knew I wouldn't eat. Interesting. I don't waste food. I didn't know you bought bananas. I guess the rest of the house... I didn't. I think my mom must have bought them. Take it easy. <sighs> I'm a little on edge. I see that there's a Kratom alert coming up. <laughs> if you want to get these bananas, you're going to have to wait. They're kind of expensive and rare. Five seventy-five a piece, and you have to go to Tenmanya Okayama to get one. They get 10 a week. Hmm. Lettuce-like texture. I don't think I would like a banana wrapped in lettuce. I just don't know why. If a banana, well, how does this help a banana phobe? Like the banana phobes are the, are they afraid of peeling banana? You're the banana phobe. That's my title. Oh, I see. I oh my to do god! Kratom alert. The FDA is advising consumers to avoid kratom and kratom containing products. Now that's not a newsflash. We've that's known not. that for quite some time, and you've resisted. These products have been linked to a multi-resisted multi-state outbreak of salmonellosis. Is that the same as salmonella? Gotta be. From a rare strain of salmonella. Mitragonia speciosa, commonly known as kratom, is a plant that grows naturally kratom. in Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, and Papua New Guinea, and on Cremaria Street in Park Hill. The CDC reports that 28 people in 20 states are infected with salmonella, 11 hospitalized. All of them from using kratom? Hey, they asked them what these ill people ate, and they said, uh... I'd rather not say. Uh, he had some kratom in pill, capsule, powder, or tea. Well, that's a scathing indictment. You heard it here. Of a burgeoning supplement. From Natch 9000. Ready to take over. Buyer beware. Cure people of their opioid addiction. It, just, you, know, you just sup- look like you can't be bothered. Supplant it with a new one. I can be bothered. How dare you? Do a story. Tunde Way is back on the scene, Mark. It you might is. remember Tunde Way from... I do. Our wildly popular Get Bit Pilot episode. Uh, yes. Or no, it wasn't the pilot. I'm sorry. That was a, a, a Get Bit. Uh, no, it was, it was a, like a Get Bit supplement. Oh, that was the bite. It was a Get Bit bite. Well, wasn't he in the show? And then we did. No, we recorded with him for the pilot. He was at the very end. It was like on the next Get Bit. I think that's maybe when it came up. Anyway, then we released. Oh, his interview was not in the. Hey, pilot, it was SoundCloud backslash or dot com backslash backslash blah 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 backslash get it. I remember great, great interview. Uh, yeah, a, a, a political, a politically minded chef. Do you need to deal with that? I don't know why I'm getting these loud Instagram <laughs> notifications. People are loving our Expo West coverage, is what it boils down to. <laughs> chef Tunde Way opened his pop up stall oh. in the city's which city? Uh, New Orleans, uh, Rue. Carré venue, Rucar, Rucar, in early February. The listed price for the Nigerian food is $12. Well, you did a really bad job of excerpting this. He's a Nigerian chef, people. 
but he was raised in Detroit. But when white people walk up to order, they are asked whether they want to pay $30. Why? It's two and a half times more than the $12 meal, which reflects the income disparity between whites and African Americans in New Orleans, says Way. Fascinating. Provocating. Provocating? Indeed, Mark. Provocating. Provocating. That's probably Pro- that's a word. Okay. That's, that's a natural. Word. Yeah. Some of them are enthusiastic. Some of them are bamboozled by it a bit. Oh, good use of the word bamboozled. That's a Spike Lee reference, I think. Way says, but the majority of white folks, nearly 80%, decided to pay. The vast majority of customers of color, African-Americans, Latinos, and Asians declined to sign up to receive the redistributed money made from from charging whites the higher price. So a little social experiment. He did. He had actual social experimenters, psychologists maybe, whoever does that kind of stuff. They were doing an experiment, but he also had this pop-up little restaurant front. And uh, did this? It got it caught. It, it was uh, national news a few days ago. Another, this guy has the ability to cut through and make waves. What was the the series of pop up dinners? The Blackness series is that what that was called? I think it was. It was he a, is he is the leader. He, he's becoming an expert, right? In race plus food. You like my scratchy beard? Well, I believe that these uh, these discomfort food. That's what it was called, right? Did I make that up? Discomfort food? No, that's right. Yeah, people would have to eat, but then they were forced to have real conversations about race. Yep. Face to face. He's interested. In the face. Up the face. Um, oh. <laughs> Almost like clockwork. That is the uh, Isn't that 9, fascinating, though? That- <laughs> it is. Uh, you want to answer that, Mark? Yeah, I got it. So we are on Patreon. Tune day. Um, no, no, you don't have to. You, no, you're comped. If you want to support the show, you go to patreon.com. Well, no, find us there. Uh, for $4 a month, you'll get approximately $30 four, a month for you. Four pieces of content, but then you also get a package. We're getting ready to send oh, them no. out today to one of our $1 a month. loyal supporters. You get uh, a, a, a Natch 9000 bookmark. I think it was shoveling out snow. You, you know? get. Uh, a piece yeah. of um, poetry. No, I wear that all One, the time. I'm going to write a poem. Mark's going to write a poem. We're going to spritz it no, with uh, a fragrance. There's going to be a signed photo. It's basically like dental floss right up your butt. A couple of Mark's pubes, and then you're out. Um, so now let's uh, let's take a little break, Mark. I think no, we, I, we didn't discuss that story. Oh, sorry. I thought we did. <laughs> what more do you want to talk about, man? I thought it was fascinating that most people, when confronted with that, would say, "Yeah, I'll pay an." Ex-. Maybe it's because they're on the spot. I think, well, especially white person, like you're on the spot, you're being confronted with your white guilt. But I don't think I would. Would there be a camera there? Well, you're kind of a dick. I could see you being like, what? What are you doing? No, No. I'd be like two and a half times more. I'd be like, I'd be like, you come home and I'll show you my tax statement and you're not getting another fucking penny out of me. There goes the kingmaker (laughs) pretending like he's not just living in the lap of luxury. All this Forbes money coming in. And then, but, but. To contextualize a bit, like all these white people paid the extra money, but then all of these people of color didn't accept it. It they was kind. Want, they didn't want that white money. Well, the context was sort of like it's the neighborhood's doing all right, so a lot of the people who came up were probably like, "Okay, that's, I'm all right, I'm doing okay." Oh, you think they should have done it in a different neighborhood? I don't know. I'm just adding some context to that. I think I read that. That sounds like you're adding some conjecture. Could that. be. <laughs> it's more accurately what I'm hearing. Heaping of white guilt right on top of that story. Yep, like gravy. White gravy. Like a white gravy. Ooh. 
Maybe we should what? change our name to that, White Gravy. <laughs> no, we don't need... All right, speaking of White Gravy, let's hear this song. Um, so we're going to listen to the new song by our good friend Tunde. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, L.A. Salami. I was looking at the other thing. Lookman Adam... Adam Bimbe. Adam Bimbe. Uh, L.A. Salami was a guest on the show. Um, Great episode. One of our most I think popular. It was episode 88. Wait, let me. You think so? I think it was 88. I remember it was not long after Trump had been elected. I think it was before he had been inaugurated. We were looking to L.A., who is a native of Britain, for like a little bit of context, you know, because he dealt with the Brexit fallout. We were hoping he could salve our, our salve. wounds. Salve. Um, 80, not 88. Yeah, it is. 91. Ah, oh, shit. I was close. I was close. Remember, I, for the longest time, I thought L.A. was just like his stage name. Mm-hmm. No. No. This song is called Gene is Gone. Who would have a name L.A. Salami, right? Someone named Lookman Andembimpe. Salami. Yeah. You think he should just be called Salami? Coming from a man whose name is Mark Peacock Brush. Sympathetic. I don't want to hear about anything coming from you. Um, Lookman has a new album. Episode 130. Coming out. Gravy. Coming out on April 13th. It's called City of Bootmakers. I'm excited for it. Record label is Sunday's Best, so that'll make it easier for you to search. Okay, great. Try searching Natch 9000, too. Um, That's the secret. Yeah, but now get ready for this. Hear it. The main door was left wide open, but I took the other. There were shouts and screams, and meanwhile I was arbitrator. Sat myself in between he and his replacement mother. He seemed to be so briefly my good French brother But the friendship is no longer on Jean is going, going, gone He said he'd leave, he leaves me no other option But to put my loyalties up for adoption And it seems to be to me that weed leaves lies forgotten And we used to smoke those leaves oh so very often Often and for very long So Jean is going nose could smell that I was smitten with that girl from across the road you see I was love bitten he'd tell me that he had my back and then my spine would stiffen but I cursed when I learned this word weren't really worth the pittance both of them had led me on To inspire him to be kind, I took a mental notation These lies, no crimes are mine, my truths are on a rotation To be wise, I knew he'd provide all the right quotation But 
his wisdom It was just a con So Jean Is going Going gone So Jean Is going Going His wisdom was just a con, Mark. Truer words may have never been spoken on Natch, 9000, episode 130. Hello, welcome to Faulted Hours. Flay or flap, I say, Mark, won't you? uh, Although I don't think I really heard the first album that much. Really? You had it. I had it, I'm pretty sure. Was there a lot of electric on that one? I remember it being more singer-songwriter. It was a mix. Acoustic. Is this a mix? I don't know. I've heard that song. That's, that's it? Song. But the, the other record was... Okay. I would say the other record was predominantly electric, Mark. That's what I would say. You've got a real attitude problem. You working up another poop over there? No. I t- like I said, I can, I'm ready, though. If you needed me to poop right now, I probably could. <laughs> I do. I need you. I need, okay. you. I need you to go poop. I could get you enough to top a cracker. Speaking oh, that's about of, it, huh? And speaking of eating... All right, we don't have we only have two more stories here, so there's plenty of time to really dive in on some of these. Let's go deep. I, I feel bad. It, did, it seemed like you wanted to talk a little bit more about Tunde Way. No. Did you know that I checked out uh, what's the name of that book by Michael Twitty? Twitty. Yeah, I don't know the cookbook. Well, no, it's like a it's like a non a nonfiction a reader book a read read book. It's a big old book. Why don't I, you want me to go get it for you? Like, go get it. Why not? Let's All talk right. about race and food. It is. Let's step up to the table. Did you see that um, Afro culinaria? What's the, no, the cooking. The cooking gene. It's the cooking gene, right? That's the one. Yeah. Totally in my wheelhouse. Did you see our friend Mark Bittman had a moment online where they got mad at him about his response to. Yeah, that was like a, three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, bro. it was a while ago. Um, did, did, we, I, did we cover that? We talked about it. I couldn't. I wanted. To, I think we were going to react oh, to it. I was going to have you pull the tape. It, but the tape got taken down and was gone. Oh, that was the key. Because you had to actually hear it. In the, on, on paper, it, didn't, it looked okay. It didn't make sense. I didn't like, on paper, quite he understand was just like, like, what the kerfuffle He didn't have an answer, so he kind of dismissed the question. But I think in the moment, it might have felt like he was dismissing the whole topic. Oh, okay. A, a, a misunderstanding? Yeah. Or are you thinking it was... Who knows? A genuine kerfuffle. I think his heart's in the right place. I don't know what his head did in that moment. Yeah, I mean, we know the man. We know the man. Um, the, the cooking gene, I think I checked this out the very same day I checked out Baby Driver, Mark, from the and how far uh, you got through Public on that? Um, <laughs> if you've even started, I'll be amazed. No, 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 I'm like up to page 20. Okay. It's a it's a it's a dense read. I'll bet. Look at that family tree that they present right there. It's a lot of people in the beginning. Um, Is this an episode of Book Buddies? It almost feels like Book Buddies. Remember when we read? Uh, oh, what was the one by Edna? 
Edna Lewis. Lewis. I've been making a cookbook resolution in my house. I prepared <clears throat> Alice Waters' chicken noodle soup this week. The old, I want to get the Edna Lewis cookbook. I think I've still got it. What? Oh, the cookbook. Well, the, the book that we read yeah. had recipes in it. You have the book? It was a, yeah, it was a gift on my 40th oh, birthday. Oh, that's right. The Old South is a place where people use food to tell themselves who they are, to tell others who they are, this and isn't... to tell stories about where they've been. The Old South is a place of groaning tables across the tracks from want. It's a place where arguments over how barbecue is prepared or chicken is served or whether sugar is used to sweeten cornbread can function as culinary shiboliths. Shibboleth. Shibboleths. It is a place where the mind. It is a place in the mind where There's we dare not talk about which came first, I the African like, cook or the I European like, Mister. Whoa, you're being dismissive. Why the writing just to write? No, I, I'm just mad and jealous. Okay, I can write like that, but I don't. Well, that was honestly my main critique. Is like it's well written, but it's a little overwritten at times. Right. It took me. I it, I was nodding off in the preface multiple times. I had to go reread sentences. You're a man. You're a man with a salon, kids, and shits to take. Well, that's true. But um, right when when I got into the actual book, chapter one, no more whistling walk for me. It was good. He talked like this is where he's like getting into the the real garb that. You know, oh, slave yeah. Puts on the real cooks clothes. had to wear. Yeah. Listen to this. When I cook on a plantation before I do anything else, I put on the, re- the representative clothes. I prefer the long, rough trousers to breeches. Either way, I'll still feel the heat. Breeches. Next come the long wool stockings or more frequently cotton tights. The long shirt I barely wash that's full of little tears and rips. The waistcoat, the kerchief. They call this a costume, but it is my transformative historical drag. My makeup is a dusting of pot rust, red clay, and the ghost of smell. The ghost smells of meals past, Mark. I see that you've abandoned my reading to pick up a, a book on cats. No, I'm going to counter your reading with the a reading from Berman Cats by Mari Shu. All right, let's have it. A loving cat cuddles on its owner's lap. Long fur covers the cat's body. The cat is gentle and patient. It is a Berman. A Burman. Fun fact, Burmans are called the sacred cats of Burma. Is that a Burman? No, my kids are pretty convinced that that's a Maine Coon cat. How dare you. All right. Well, that was two readings for you from two very different pieces of literature. I don't know if I could... I, I don't think I'm going to make I'm it I'm not in the headspace to... I, I, like I, which is sad, because in my younger days, I'd dive into that. You would have digested this fully. It's the South. It's big, florid language. I know, it's all the things There's you love. There's some food in there? I would have just eaten it up. No, this is an amazing book, and he's you done an amazing thing. You would have never gotten me out of the bathroom. I in no way wish to slight <gasps> this pictures. achievement. No, I didn't course. even realize there were pictures. Yeah, that'll get you through it. Like, all this shit is super awesome. But uh, i got to be picky about what I'm reading. You know what I read on the, on the plane to Mexico, Mark? It's called First Person Spy, I believe. Or spy, spy the first person. It's the last thing Sam Shepard ever wrote. Oh, and he wrote it like while in the throes of ALS. So it's like this kind of like fever dream as he's losing control of his body, and then how did he write it? It's interesting. Blink, uh, he, he started writing it by hand because he was having trouble with the typewriter, and then he a lot of it was dictation. Then he completed a round of edits with his old friend Patty Smith. I mean, it was a real achievement. It's a crazy book. It's not very long. 
it's kind of and that's it's, touching, it's, right? It is, but it's also like kind of trippy. No, but I'm just Patty Smith came by to like help him finish his book. Yeah, like <sighs> them working together on this book. I would do that for you. Thanks, buddy. I would do that for you. <laughs> In the throes of ALS, I will come by for one more podcast. Boy, thanks. <laughs> <sighs> or if you would rather have me edit your screenplay, I'll do that as well. You mean or just dictate sweet or, nothings? I do mean sweet nothings. Which I am actually in the process of turning into a novel, Mark. Oh, thank God. With all the extra time that I have. Well, I started doing that on the plane. I love airplanes. I love being trapped on an airplane because I just all sit and write. And the kids watch a screen and you're done, right? Well, the kids stayed at home. This was a wedding at an adults only resort, Mark. Hinky, hinky. Wabba, wabba. Wabba, wabba. Cancun, not Cava Wabo, Mark. McDonald's french fries may help hair regrowth. Speaking of hair, study finds... Mmm, Teen Vogue, huh? Teen Vogue story for you. Mm. You're, you're combing the pages of Teen Vogue to go bring to our news listeners source. what's hot. I found this, though, because... Wait, hat tip Maine Duke? Maine Duke, Uncle Donald. Your uncle? He was visiting and he Your said... Your uncle reads Teen Vogue? Jenny's uncle. Jenny's uncle reads My it. uncle by proxy. Okay. No, he doesn't... <laughs> he was like, did you see that story? You gotta eat more McDonald's french fries. I'm talking about my thing in thinning hair. So I don't know what it was. Anyway. He hadn't seen you with the luxurious uh, no, Kevin Murphy no, no. Thick Again product. Parsley linoleic oil massages that you give me every night. It's got night. nettle. Just in case you needed another excuse to supersize your McDonald's fries, everyone's favorite crispy potatoes may actually help treat hair loss. Get out. In what we can file under best news ever. <laughs> Totally. Researchers at Yokohama National University in Japan discovered that an ingredient McDonald's crispy potato recipe may help with hair regrowth. The study found that dimethylpolysilooxane, a silicone that's added to the oil. Ugh. Think about that. You're eating silicone injected oil? To prevent splashing. Oh my God. That sounds like something that belongs in the motor of a car. Exactly. We're adding something to the oil just so it doesn't splash so that we can make a shit ton of it quick. But but it can aid in the regeneration of follicle germs. You should know this term, a.k.a. the spots where new follicles grow out. Did you know that each hair follicle is surrounded by its own muscle, Mark? Yeah. A little sphincter. Little muscles that, uh, yeah, stimulate hair growth. So I got dead muscles? Probably. <laughs> the silicone yielded some pretty impressive results after three days... So wait a minute, though. Is this saying that you eat the fries this happens or you rub this, this freaking oil over your head? Which is it? <laughs> Which gives all those hair masks we've splurged on a run for their money. Hair masks? You haven't done hair masks? You put, like, like a face mask? Like a mask for your face? Mm, sort of. Whoa, boy. Sorry. Usually it's spelled M-A-S-Q-U-E, but it's like a leave sometimes. Yeah, it's like a leave-in conditioner type deal. Before you start lathering your hair with leftover grease... There are a few things worth noting. This only worked in mice. Mm-hmm. And it didn't actually grow hair, but it created more of those germs, I guess. FYI. So this is bullshit. You got to bring that into the salon. That is arm... No, but see, that this, is, is, this is lazy... Not armchair. That is uh, chair chat. Chair chat? <laughs> yeah, I'll let them all know. You should call your podcast that, chair chat. Chair chat? Chair chat. Um... But this is like such a lazy hooking here. Well, it's teen vogue. Like best news ever. Right. But it's not like best news ever implies that you eat a bunch of fries and your hair starts growing. That's not the case. 
You have to obtain the silicone injected oil and douse your head in it. Well, it's in the fries. Easier said than so. What? So you wring out the fries? Well, maybe if you eat it, it's you, in your ooh, body you, and it'll stimulate. You eat a bunch of it. I don't know if they. Rub you don't it. use a napkin and then you massage the grease from your fingertips into you your scalp. To, I don't know. I'd have to look it up how they did the tests with the mice. But well, it says before ate. you start lathering your hair with leftover grease. That could be more their little. They're okay. lathering the mice with grease. No, maybe they just fed them the grease. I think they're lathering up those mice. You and I are on opposite sides of we this are debate. Mice latherers. I would like to ingest it, not rub it on my head. All right. You want to eat that silicone? And- I guess not neither. Right. I'd rather just shave my head. See, the good news for you would be if that yeah. disgusting Chick-fil-A that you eat all the time had the this oil in it. <laughs> like once a year. No, you eat Chick-fil-A. No. Every Have time you- you're on the way to one of your nationalist rallies. Unbelievable slander. <laughs> now listen. Did you watch, what did <clears throat> I see? Ugly Delicious. Netflix show, David Chang. I saw the trailer. Not only David Chang, his old buddy Peter Meehan, mm-hmm. who if I, memory serves, because Bittman's in it briefly. Is he? What do you Peter mean briefly? Like was like an cameo? intern. There was some connection, Peter and Mark. They, Peter and Paul and Mary. There's that one as well. Um, yeah, they're in there. So Peter's, it seems to me like it's Lucky Peach kind of went under and they were going to make a show and they did this one instead. It's got that vibe. Could but be. But the whole point of it... Oh, boy. David Chang, he's Steam not 100% buns. consistent on this, but like elitism in food, fuck that. He really likes Domino's Pizza. He orders it to this little fancy pizzeria where he's having an interview, and the guy's like, oh, next time you order fucking Domino's Pizza in my establishment. Oh, boy. I mean, they're having a good time. When I, when I was a valet back in Chick-fil-A, Chicago, Mark, Come on. I was... They know how to do it. Hey, buddy, I'm telling you right now, I would pal around with the chefs... Head chef of one of the best restaurants in the city at the time. His favorite thing after work, if he had time, was to go to Popeye's because they, they cook every order. It's crack chicken. Every order is made to order. You let, you <laughs> okay. let that sink in. That is fresh chicken, fresh fried chicken. That was his, like some of his favorite food was to go. You know what that means probably, right? Every order is made to order. Yeah. Like they're back there <laughs> skinning it, boning it, rubbing it in the... No, they've you got said it. They've got it. They've got it all ready, and they just drop it in the fryer. Well, that's better than keeping it under the, the heat lamps, it, Mark. That is true. All right. And so, if you go to Popeyes, you know you got to wait a few minutes. It's not going to be as quick as KFC, but it's going to be way more delicious. They got I a, myself they got a enjoyed whole episode. Speaking Church's of, chicken from time to time. You do. When I was in Chicago, we uh, when I drove the bus for the Senior Citizen Center, we would have a yearly barbecue every summer. Practically all you could eat church's chicken. The old folks loved it, and so did I. Who doesn't love church's chicken? <laughs> that's one of the better. That's one of the episodes of Ugly Delicious. There's a church's chicken. Well, the fried chicken. There was a. Tragic are you even allowed a church's chicken? Are you even allowed to order fried chicken? Given the racial what? <laughs> There's all these chefs. Some of them black chefs uh-huh. who are like struggling with. Do I even want to serve fried chicken, given the racial history around this dish? It's a fascinating episode. I wonder if, look in the index of cooking, Gene. I mean, I think I, I was watching a stand-up special recently. said something about fried chicken. But basically, that like every, it's not like a race thing. Everyone loves fried chicken because it's delicious. exactly right. This has no 
I can't look up there's fried no chicken. Index. <laughs> there's like a bibliography that's like 50 pages long. I can't look up. No, there's no like. All right. Thanks for nothing, Mark. Check Moving out that on. show. All right. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I guess we'd have to dig deeper. In the study, they were actually rubbing grease on rat hair. On, on rats. Mice hair. Mice. Fur. Fur. Product review, Drinkfinity. Did you bring some to review? Nope. Did you try some at nope. Expo West? Nope. So how is this a review? <laughs> we're going to ideate on it. I already played that cue. Do you see it? Do you see what it is? You know, what it, you know what it kind of looks like? That is PepsiCo. Is it? Because it looks like, do um, you ever take There's your kids to one of the sushi restaurants and they get the marble soda? You know what I'm talking about? It's a soda in a glass bottle and to open it you have to like push a marble that blocks the, uh, the spout you drink through. You use a little plunger and you push the marble and then it like clangs around in a little chamber. Oh, I have had that once. That's what this looks like, but it looks like in this case the marble is actually a little gel capsule filled with flavor jizz that it's filled with stuff that you probably are skeets like. into the water. God, I think it's Pepsi. Is it Coke or is it Pepsi? Shake it up. I think it's Pepsi. So there. it's called drinkability? Let me make sure it's drink drink is that what it was called? Drinkfinity? I don't know. I threw my phone because it was making noise. Drinkfinity. So that's a good name. There's a finite amount in each Pepsi. bottle. Okay. So this is on, only online. Oh, someone's trying to enter the dirty lemon arena. Well, I think it's smart to do it as this sort of pet project, niche project. It's highly personalized. Well, I think it's stupid to go up against Zach Normandon. Well, that's true. Because you're only going to get your ass handed to you. I guess it is a little bit more of a competition with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you buy yourself this little glass jar. Oh, is it reusable? It's reusable. Okay, I'm liking that. You buy these little pods. Like Tide Pods. You pump them in, shake it up, there's your drink. Uh, and it's it's everything. Let's see. Here you go. You would like... Here, pods. Uh, meet our pods. Mango Chia Flow. Oatberry Flow. Pineapple Coconut Water Renew. Chia, it's just like a, a liquid extract. There's a dry and liquid in each of these pods. See? In the top there, you got like a... No, it's like a little blend, huh? Where's the ingredients? Water, concentrated orange juice, organic cane sugar, chia seed. Oh, boy. Caramel color. Oh, my God. Well. Food babe's not buying it. (laughs) This one went south in a hurry. (laughs) God. Well, all right. Chia seeds and vitamin C and E is what they're telling you on the mango chia. Yeah, those are are hard to get elsewhere, other places. (laughs) I think what they want you to do is like they they want this to become your go-to drinking vessel. I like that. And then they want you to get everything these pods. else can take a flying fuck. Interesting. You subscribe to it. a rolling donut. It. You subscribe. Here you go. How much is this stuff? I want, let's see. You want a hundred. A hundred? I can get, oh, taste them all. 40 pods for 50 bucks. Buck and a quarter pod? It's an expensive pod. <clears throat> and then how much is this drinking vessel? Ooh, one vessel and 40 pods. It's $65. Just one vessel? What if it breaks? You want two vessels? I'll get you two vessels and 16 pods for $49. See, I I think what they're trying to do, Mark, is cash in on this Tide Pod meme. (laughs) They want people drinking or ingesting healthier pods, low-risk pods. 
Do they have an HGH pod yet? What is it with you and HGH? How about a NAD pod? NAD plus. I want some age reversal benefits. Very with my interesting. Pod. This is actually like a kind of a little bit of innovation coming out of a company like Pepsi to have like a whole system, and it's personalizable. You can do customize and do what you want, and it's health it? and it's health focused. But you know what? Health focused? How? Well, it's not it's caramel color. It's not that soda. Is not healthy. It's not soda. It's well, some of these pods. <laughs> find me a good pod. All right, I'll try to find you a good pod. Oh, look! Here, simple ingredients across the pods: acai, spirulina, chamomile extract, chia seeds, caramel color, ginger root. What are you doing? Lemon balm, guarana. Come on, they're hitting all the right notes. Yeah, but then there's... Why do you need caramel color in it? I don't know why you need caramel color in it. That's a bad move. Take that out. Yeah, that was a stupid move. Let me find you a pot. I you, know who they didn't have doing market research for them. Me. Was they were developing this product. They didn't have the Kingmaker. All right. You give me one, I'm going to dig in. You tell me what you're interested in. Mango chia. No. Oat berry. Yes. Wait, Oop. does it have oats? I'll bet it does. Although how much oat could really be in a tiny little pod, man? Well, that's right. And my, and my question is, I wonder, is it like super ground up so that it's actually... This is snake oil, bro. <laughs> oh, no. Look at this. Ingredients. Water. Maltodextrin is number two. Fibrosol, two. Oh, Pepsi. Concentrated pear juice, whole oat flour. What, like a whopping match head <laughs> scoop? Oh, stevia, too. Oh, boy. I'm fine with stevia. As you know, I support Zevia. Yes. That's a soda that I buy. It was on sale at Sprouts. To, uh, buy one 10-pack, get one free. Let's do this one. Berry Mile Chill. No. Come on. Come on. A blissful blend of chamomile and lemongrass extract with vitamin C and E. It will help you... Take two to three Fe- shits a day. It will help keep you feeling cool and refreshed no matter what comes your way. Water, concentrated white grape juice... White grape juice, natural flavor, cane sugar, maltodextrin. This is very upset. Flo, Flo, we've discussed this. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Chief, she's coffee and contemplation. Apt. Sorry, I forgot to turn that uh, song cue. Well said. From like four episodes ago. Um, My big problem with this would be all these systems, like where you have to like create a whole new way of living to consume the product. Tough, 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 tough. It's hard to get people to adopt and to. It's hard to get people to hang on to a container that they have to use again and again. I myself, you know, I love this coffee cup, but I lose it sometimes. Some days I leave it behind places. Some days it's, it's leaking. dripping all over the place. It's just because I knocked it over a little while ago. You love that one. So, why do you love that one so much? Because it closes and oh, it twist. actually does seal, so it won't. Nice, an easy twist, open, close. Yeah, that's a nice, nice little spout. Never seen that. Holds about, yeah, I'm sure you've never I've seen never that. seen a twist, open, close. Oh, okay. Like that. Yeah, this is Aladdin brand. I found it on uh, clearance at Target. You can always find a good thermos on clearance at Target. Tip. That's a pro tip right there. That's a natural insider's pro tip. Let's do it. Tarot. Well, you, you know you know what needs to happen first, though, before people are doing little special... What's that, Josh? Jizz, jizz in a glass systems. I believe you mean white gravy. Is that we need a more widespread adoption of thermi. That's the plural of thermos. 
Didn't you have this theory before? That was your big product innovation. You were going to come up with the well, something, man. It's just ridiculous how much cup, how much paper cup waste. True. Think about when you go to a busy Starbucks and there's 10 people in line. That's only like your own little 10 minute window. Oh that my you God. There. They're doing that all day, man. Dirty little secret on Starbucks. You can't, those cups. I know. They but, can't be recycled or composted. And for them to make the switch that cups. Like a penny cups, cup. Like a, a small, penny a cup. Come a on. A hay penny a cup. It's BS. If you haven't got a penny, Starbucks, a hay penny will do. And if you can't afford a hay penny, then well, fuck you. <laughs> you like that? That was that was a uh, on the fly rhyme. I was mutilating a, a Christmas carol right there. Hey, I think there should be serious public consumer pressure put on Starbucks for that point. There should be outcry, but uh, and I hate did to you harp know? on small businesses. Did you know? That they won't There's got to be something we can did all do. Did you know? Sorry, did I know did what? Did you know? Starbucks does have a reusable cup did that they sell. Did you know that you can't have a trash can right outside of Starbucks? They what? have to be like X number of feet away because they don't want people to see how often it overflows with their cups. That's exactly right, Mark. Exactly right. I heard that somewhere. It could be Something's true. Something's got to be done. It very well could be true. It very well could be the false. The penny a cup and the trash can thing. That's shameful. I believe in them. <laughs> I also I believe. I crave a better system is yep. what I crave. Come on. Episode right. 130. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> filet or flap? <laughs> flap or filet. You know what time it is, Mark? We're not in the groove on these. On what? Podcasts? <laughs> on the bread and butter show. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm ready. It's been a while, but it's it's uh, it's tarot time. Mark has a question for the tarot. Oh, and I do. thank you, Mark, for directing my attention to some half-assed podcast doing tarot readings that's top of the charts. Oh yeah, you can submit and they'll do it. Too. Yeah, what's what was it called again? Suck my tarot. Amateur tarot, something like that. I don't know. It should be called Natch Nine Thousand, Mark. I've been listening to this new uh, the new music podcast with Scott Ackerman and uh, Adam Scott. You talking REM to me? They switched over from U2 to REM. With very little fanfare, as I hear. Right? Wasn't it just like, oh, yeah. this? Well, no, they announced it, and it was a big deal, but they did just change the feed, which I thought was interesting. The whole feed? It would be like if we went... Like they lost all their subscribers? They just changed no, the name of the feed? they just changed the name and the logo and kept the, kept the subscribers in the feed. Because it's, it's the same type of show. So transparent. We should do that. I think that's what inspired you to, let's, ooh, we should just be Natch 9000 everywhere. <laughs> no, that's, that's a very small, that would be like I if know, we changed I, the I show get to, the, I get the feeling it was inspired by All of a Ackerman. sudden it's like, Skateboard Weekly! Hey, we might get a lot of hits with that. We might. Fish! Fish podcasts are good. You should do that. Um, Mark, I would I'm like you sure to lay as as you, the back of your knuckle on the deck, please. I'm, I'm not as engrossed in this episode, in this series yet, as I am with you two, because... All right. Because um, should Mark what they used to do? Maybe they've gotten tired of doing it. They would just go rampant with these shows inside a show. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, "Oh, are we doing a tarot reading? Is this an episode of my favorite tarot?" They play a little music oh, and do okay. a little skit for a minute, and then cut out. And then they would get like rat. One time they got like eight deep in it. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's like thanks for listening. And then they come back to this one. And then it was oh. it was a mind bender. It was like a. Those little Russian dolls. You need to go to the bathroom? They're nested. Yes. Shit. Yeah, I'm ready for my third shit. But first, let's ask the tarot, should Mark 
grow an apocalypse beard. Look at this. That is some sad scraggle. <laughs> what are you talking about? It looks all patchy. What do you mean it looks patchy? It's kind of mangy. What the fuck are you talking about? It looks mangy. Where does it look mangy? Well, maybe it's, it's just the light. It's got some length. Yeah, it's, it's really long. But should it get longer? <laughs> you son of a bitch! Well, I don't want your opinion anymore. Present? I'm not giving you my opinion. I'm giving you the opinion of the, oh, you've of done the a universe. Little, you've done a little trim around the neck. I just got a beard trim. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave it to you? My wife. Yeah, you wouldn't do it yourself. No, I do it myself sometimes, but I. she had a few minutes. She cleaned up my hair. She trimmed my beard. Needle in the hay salon. Dot com. Still very bleached. Past. You going to keep going with that or are you going to let that grow in? I might have to get my roots touched up, Mark. <sighs> Past the moon. The moon, Mark. Oh, I got to write this down. Yeah, you, you take notes and I will read to you of the moon. Too bad I wasn't the fool. Yeah. Where's the moon? What, what are you going to do with my beard? I get, this is rich terrain. A lot of good stuff with this question. Okay, well, here Apocalypse, we go. Apocalypse, end of time, beard, public perception. The moon, Mark. Aesthetics. Hidden enemies. Man and facial Hidden hair. Hidden enemies in the past. Danger, darkness, terror, deception, error. Wow, Mark. So in the this is in the past. These are shades of your beard. And when I think of first seeing your beard... It was when we worked together back at Dining Out Magazine. Did I have it then? You had a bit of a beard, and everyone thought that you looked like the serial prostitute killer on the show Deadwood. Do you remember that? I, I remember that show quite well. Who's the serial prostitute killer? There was a character he came on like midway through one of the seasons, and he had a really small head and like <laughs> a thin little beard. I got to look this and, up. But he looked just like you. It was... He was like a, a smoldering, a smoldering type of handsome, but with just cold, dead fish eyes. And, um, and that was around the time, for some reason, you were always walking around the office saying, why don't you come over here and show me what you got? <laughs> I was doing that. So there was sort of this weird Old West thing happening anyway. And then that, uh, yeah, that serial what? Who is killer that? showed up. Oh, man. Do you see him, though? Do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm, go- I'm trying. Was it this guy? No. This guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy. Oh, uh, look at that. <laughs> kind of looks like Will Forte, too. Garrett Dillahunt in Deadwood. So yeah, that's your past, guy. Mark, same and that guy. makes sense because we're talking about terror and danger. So in the past, your beard. I have heard uh, people have stopped me in the street in New York City and said, this was a while ago, though, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. And then I get all the time I would get Joel McHale. And then Abe Lincoln. And nope. then what's that guy's name? Dave Letterman? No, the one you're looking at. Oh, uh, Garrett Dillahunt. So, but this is interesting, Mark, because the tarot has spoken and the tarot has said the moon. And the moon speaks of terror and darkness. And uh, what, what's more terrifying oh. and dark than a serial killer, Mark? So the past, in the past, your facial hair decisions have lent you the air of a serial killer. So what's happening right now in the present, Mark? The Two of Swords. Now this, Mark, is a very intense card. How bl- so? A blindfolded woman Ooh. Uh, sitting uh, in front of the ocean, her back to the ocean. She's got a sword in each hand, her arms crossed over her chest so the swords are pointing out diagonally. 
from the crook of her neck on either side, Mark. Josh. Two, two, <laughs> I was wondering when you'd notice I was doing that an extra amount. Let me tell you about the Two of Swords. Uh-huh. It's a good thing you're sitting down because a hoodwinked figure, as I just described, you know, sitting there with swords, conformity, and the equipoise which it suggests courage, friendship, affection, concord, and a state of arms, intimacy. So what you've got now, Mark, is a softer beard. And I think, I think what, what stripped away some of the layers of, of prostitute killer is the, the, the salt. There's a lot of salt There's right a lot there. of salt coming into the pepper. It just makes you look less frightening. Oh, good. Yeah, you look softer. You look like someone that someone might want to be intimate with, Red Twist. <laughs> so your beard right now is probably, <laughs> it's probably getting you a little extra attention at the homestead. Am I right or am I right? Oh, you're right. Yeah? Is there a lot of stroking of the beard happening at night? Well, there should be, because it is an intimate beard. So what I'm saying is, Mark, you've gone from a place of terror and frightening, like your beard was scaring the shit out of people. But now, that in, as you've matured, mm-hmm. your wizened beard mm-hmm. invites intimacy. Wonderful. Suggests that you are someone that would be easy to get along with. But so if, I'm, if the question for the tarot in this final chapter... Mm-hmm. What is the future it's about of your the beard? apocalypse beard. I mean, I'm talking like Father John Misty. Okay. And the question, I guess, could be like, should Mark grow this Dave beard Letterman. to prepare for an inevitable apocalypse? Or Michael does he just Stipe. want to have the apocalypse look? Yeah, that's fine. Either or. <gasps> I didn't make it into the show, but you would like this. Costco is selling a prepper kit. A, year's, a, prepper wor- kit? a year's worth of food. That will last you up to 30 years. It's like $1,000 per person. They will ship it to your house in like 1,800 pounds worth of boxes. All these dried things. You would love it. I'm into that. Five grand. You could feed your whole family for a year. Future? Out of a Costco box. The future of your beard, Mark? I'm ready. Is the Four of Pentacles. I've never had that. This is a newcomer to the show. What you're seeing here is a crowned figure got a pentacle over that crown and he has holding another pentacle with his hands and arms and there are two pentacles one under each foot mark what why why are you doing this <laughs> it's making it more dramatic okay so the meaning here mark is the surety of possessions cleaving to that which one has gifts legacy inheritance mark this beard is your apocalypse it is your future yes the tarot says yes <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. All right. Good. Because Why not? As you were just talking to me about getting a, a truckload of, of uh, hoarder's goods from, or prepper's goods, excuse me, from Costco, that is what this beard represents, a fullness, a bounty of not just uh, beard hair, but of masculinity. I, I, I would wager that for every uh, cubic inch of density that you add to that beard in all directions, you will add... Uh, an equal amount of density to your manliness. My erections? To your sense of purpose. You're going to drive your wife wild. Drive. You're going to drive your life partner crazy with this thick beard. She's not going to know what to do. Interesting. I'm going to take it one step farther. I'm going to suggest that you you come by the salon (laughs) and we set you up with some Kevin Murphy thick again. You just start spraying it in there. 
I'm going to give you a product duo, in fact. One from each of our product line, Mark. You're going to need some Kevin Murphy Thick Again Spray. You can't hook me on this juice. And that's like a leave-in condition. You spray it in your beard, and you just let it soak in, and it'll actually make... Is it for beard or hair? It's more for hair. It makes the hair feel thicker, and it sets the stage for hair growth, which is why I'm then going to suggest that you buy a a bottle of Initialist, which is an elixir. I think you've tried this elixir that you kind of drag through your hair with the dropper. Yeah. You can do that in your beard as well. So if you're serious about growing your apocalypse beard, I'm just telling you that I'm here to help. Well, I wasn't looking for that kind of product pitch product pitch interruption into my life, but I'm glad the card said go for it. It is a big sort of who gives a shit statement, though. Is it? Although in this day and age, it's almost like a... It's so popular. If you're a male in Denver, it's just a rite of passage, right? The beard is a rite of passage. So how do you make the beard your own? I wonder what this would look like if it grew in. You're telling me it's fucking patchy, you son of a bitch. Well, that won't matter. That's Well, that's why, A, you need some initial yeast. And it's not patchy. It's a little patchy. Where is it patchy? Lean forward and get a look. Yeah, there's like a... a th- On little, the side over here? A little, little one there. It's like patchy right below your lip. Well, you don't have, nobody has it like all the way around their lip. You don't. Like I'm big, all for big the neck beard. beard. Big, 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 I'm big, saying big. let it go. Get that big beard. You should do that. You should give yourself, it gives you some angle to your face. If you went down. 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 So de-accent the neck. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I don't think I want a long beard. Kind of gross. I don't know. I think they're powerful. There you go. I have to get to the in summer, an apocalypse though. situation, Mark, people would look to someone with a big beard as a leader. I'm already there. They'd be like, that guy knows how to chop wood. I, I would knew this was coming. Did I've you? killed plenty of prostitutes. Boy, so did you ask that question because you assume there is an, an impending apocalypse, or you just mm. like that beard style and you think that maybe yeah, it would both. suit you? Why not? Either way. The one risk that you run, Mark, is um, you might even want to consider like keeping your hair cropped very short. As you're mm. growing this beard large, because that much hair is going to make your head look that much smaller, which I'm sure is not the desired outcome. Oh, that might be part of it, though. Part of it might be let's get the beard growing really big before I have to just sh- buzz it all down. Mm-hmm. So the buzz on top, giant beard look. Tech, yeah, tech actually, one of, it's a go-to for the middle-aged man. One of my friends at the uh, wedding in Mexico, he has a big bushy beard, and he. I think like razors his head. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna roll it. Nobody looks capable as fuck. <laughs> All right, good. I don't. I'm gonna have to get through the summer though. It's gonna take months, right? Years. Well, it could. That's your. The choice is yours. Do you want it to take months or years? Oh, if, if I you use want the product, to take months, I use the fucking product. You come. You come. <laughs> get yourself a bottle of. Initial what do you yeast? have to do? To oh, you don't have to do a damn thing. Leaving nerdist. It sounds like it, huh? Oh, this is these. I'm getting these spam calls, these robocalls. They they have an urgent message about my car's warranty. I keep blocking the numbers, then they find another. Have number. you seen what they're doing with this? That they do they a lot of the robocalls now will take the first three numbers of your number, and it's a different four. So my numbers, you can text me anytime three zero three five four eight six eight seven seven. So all the spam calls to me are five four eight numbers. Just makes you go like, oh wait, is that is that me? Am I calling me? Is that Jenny or someone I know? Is that a fam? It's Tricky. a dirty, rotten trick. Tricky. You got an apocalypse beard. You see that happening? You're just gonna crush the phone <laughs> in the palm of your hand. Go get my Starbucks box. 
All right, well, I'm not going to maintain it. I'm not going to do any balms or... Are you supposed to comb a beard? You, you can buy beard oil. Yeah, I know. Carousel actually has another product called oh, Elixir Old Team. Those are great. Works great as a please, please. beard oil. Settle down. I got the full line for you, Mark. Yeah, there's also a lot of beard balms you can get at uh, Expo West. That's true. I think what I'll tell you what I do. Next time we're gonna have a. We I'm gonna have, make my own beard balm. We have a quarterly twenty percent off sale. I'll give you advance notice next time. Right? Yeah, please. You still haven't even come by to see the space. You want me to come by? I'll come by, not. but I want you to be there. All right. When we are you there? I'm playing that. Uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, mornings. I'm free some Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So natural. So natural. So natural. So natural. So natural. Sounds natural. Sounds natural. Sounds natural.